Good morning. Greetings and peace in A.I. Jesus, who is the head of his church. Let strife among you be unknown. So let's be honest. Is there somebody here or somebody that you know that you would like to tase? Somebody you wouldn't mind tasing right now? And let's be honest. Is there somebody that wouldn't mind tasing you right now? Conflict's a way of life. No offense, after the first two services, someone said, Pastor, why didn't you bring up the ball game Thursday? You know, the one in Detroit, I guess I didn't want to bring up conflict, okay? I won't tell you who won. Anyways. Hey, thank you, okay. <laughs> conflict is a way of life. If you live life on this earth, you will have what? Jesus said, wherever two or three are gathered, there I am too. And wherever two or three are gathered, there is what? Conflict. Since the fall in the garden of Adam and Eve, conflict is a way of life. There is conflict anywhere and everywhere. The workplace, Congress, oh, never mind. Marriage, classrooms, road, roads, ever see road wage? Has anyone ever given you a hand? Never mind, Okay. Courtrooms, Black Friday sales, especially fighting over the dollar Barbies and that $5 cheap piece of tool they'll break in a week. Little League ball fields, and I think last month I watched something on YouTube about a fist fight I saw outside of all places in Disney World. It's a small world. Conflict is everywhere. It's part of life in our fallen world. If you listen to today's gospel lesson, there's conflict. And so in the parable of the rich fool, Jesus is encountered by two brothers who are in conflict. Jesus, tell my brother that I get a bigger piece of the pie. Tell my sibling I get more of dad's inheritance. And Jesus didn't want to be part of their conflict resolution. Instead, being God, he looked in their heart. He wanted to make sure that their condition toward God and one another was right. Conflict is inevitable. What Jesus calls us to be is a right relationship to him and a right relationship to each other. If you listen to Proverbs, now Proverbs is sort of like wisdom literature. It's sort of like Samuel Clemens in God's word is pragmatic. If you listen to Proverbs, the Old Testament reading today, Proverbs tells us that what God does is, is, is in secret. God works in his hidden and mysterious ways, but what you and I do in this life is known by all. What we do, especially in conflict, is seen by others. So hence, many times, we can show our righteousness by doing those things that is holy and right and good. So in Proverbs today, we are told, handle conflict in a godly way that your righteousness and the righteousness of others might be seen. But the reality is that right now, If we haven't, we are. If we haven't, we have been. There is constant conflict in our lives. So I want to talk to you about godly conflict resolution. Well, what about conflict resolution? Well, the basis of conflict resolution is grace. As God has given you and me grace in Christ, we give grace to one another. That's the basis of our conflict. As Jesus has forgiven and redeemed you and me, poor, miserable sinners... We're called to do likewise. Conflict resolution begins with grace. As we receive grace, we give grace. 
Paul says this, all this is from God who reconciled us unto himself and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Seek reconciliation. Jesus said this, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who seek peace and want to end conflict for they will be called children of God. It begins with grace. What else about conflict? Relationships are crucial. It's really hard to be in a conflict relationship with someone who we care about, somebody that we know. The best way to deal with conflict is to be in a relationship with that person. See, the pagans lorded over others, but we're called to love one another. Jesus says this, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Jesus didn't say tase your enemy and ignore those who persecute you. Love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. To be on the same page at times means we have to be in the same book. The book, what's that? Love one another. Conflict resolution begins with relationships, caring relationships. You guys familiar with that? What movie is that? Say it. And who is that up there? Yeah, or the Dark Father. Now, if you're not familiar with Star Wars, it's okay. But in the Star Wars, Star Wars saga, Darth Vader is the villain. He's on the dark side of the Force. He seeks evil and ruin for others. But yet, his dear friend and mentor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and even his son, who, who's his son? Luke, Luke what? Skywalker. They seek resolution. They love him. Obi-Wan Kenobi doesn't have an enemy. He had a lost friend. Luke Skywalker sought to redeem his father from the dark side. It began with a relationship. Conflict resolution means caring relationships with those we're in conflict with. What else about conflict? Ready for this? If you're in a conflict with someone and someone's not talking to you and you're not talking to someone, humbly ask, what role did I play in this? What might I have done wrong? It takes two to what? Many times, people, two people have their finger in the chocolate bowl. Hear what I'm saying? When I'm in conflict, I need to humbly ask myself, what have I done to contribute to this, whether a small way or a great way? And when I begin with that attitude of humility, conflict resolution is much easier. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Humility is a giant of all of your virtues. Nothing moves like saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I could have handled that better. Whether the other person's more wrong or, or, than we are. Conflict resolution is don't ignore. See the monkeys? Did you hear about the elderly woman who had hornets in her house? They were coming down from the attic, so she shut all the vents. She taped up all the holes in the attic to make sure they wouldn't come down anymore. She also sprayed it with anti-wasp stuff. And about six months, the hornet's nest crashed through into the living room. Ignoring a problem doesn't what? Solve it just makes it worse. Ignoring conflict doesn't help things at all. Many times it festers, like a splinter in the hand. Don't ignore. The Bible says this, speak the truth in love. Our Lord says in Matthew, if someone sins against you, go show them their fault. Bravery is a choice to show up and talk and listen even when it's painful or uncomfortable. Ignoring a conflict doesn't help things at all. 
many times it makes things worse. If you sense someone's upset with you, say, I sense that something's not right here. I sense that maybe I did something offensive. I sense that things just aren't going well between us. Not accusing, but don't ignore. Conflict resolution means addressing the issue in love. What else about conflict resolution? Confront in private. You see Mary and Joseph? Joseph discovered that his fiancée was pregnant and he had not been with her. So Joseph prayed to the Lord and wanted to confront her and divorce her privately. Not to embarrass her. As often as said, criticize in private, praise in public. Never criticize, private, never criticize someone publicly. Dressing them down is embarrassing and you and I might be wrong when we do so. Jesus says, if your brother sins against you, go show him his fault. Just the what? Two of you. Why criticize privately? Why address it privately? What's the Eighth Commandment? Let me give you a hint. You shall not bear what? False witness against your neighbor. The Eighth Commandment protects our neighbor's reputation. To Dr. Martin Luther, Next to my physical life and my faith in Christ, the most important thing you and I have is our reputation. Faith, life, reputation. When we criticize publicly, we endanger our neighbor's reputation. So confront in private, in love. Once again, my friend, humility, what might I have done wrong by grace? Seek proper restitution. Jesus' twin towers of virtues are justice and love. Now you've heard this before, so let me bring this Old Testament scripture to light. An eye for a what? And a tooth for a what? Now that's not about revenge, that's about restitution. If somebody steals my donkey, they owe me a donkey. Somebody steals my pig, they owe me a pig. That's about equal restitution. Always seek proper restitution. Remember Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus, the wee little man who climbed up a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And Jesus went to his house. Now, I don't think Jesus slapped Zacchaeus around. I don't think Jesus punched out Zacchaeus in the house. But Jesus gave him law and gospel, and Zacchaeus paid back those people he stole twice as much. He sought proper restitution. Lord, if I have offended and stole from anyone, I will pay them back twice as much. Conflict resolution seeks godly restitution. You ever see the movie The Revenant? It's a pretty intense movie. It's really about, uh, uh, really about the Rocky Mountains in the early 1800s. But in the movie, it's a pretty intense movie, there's two characters. On the left is a Native American known as Red Cloud. His family was killed by another tribe. On the right is Hugh Glass. His son was killed in front of him, and he is left for the dead. But neither one of them seek revenge in the movie. The Native American, by natural revelation, said, revenge is in the hands of the Creator, and I'll live life to the best. On the right, Hugh Glass said, probably by special revelation, that revenge is in the hands of God. Both sought restitution. Peace for a life, and proper justice for those who did crimes. They sought restitution. 
Remember, Jesus said, it is written, it is mine to avenge. Vengeance belongs to God, not you and I. Don't go there. God has his ways. Proper conflict resolution seeks restitution. Proper restitution. Confront the behavior, not the sin. Jesus loved the individual, but confronted the sin. Now, how often does this happen? When somebody wrongs us or wrongs somebody we love, we first of all say, I knew it. I, I knew what their family's like. You just can't trust those people. I always knew what that person's like. I always knew it from the beginning. They're just a no good person. How often when somebody hurts us, we attack the individual. Jesus confronted the sin, but loved the what? The sinner. You see, smear campaigns are the way of the world. Do you listen to any Facebook or Twitter sayings that people use in public? They attack people. Don't attack people. Discuss the behavior. I was offended when you gossiped. I didn't like it when you ruined my property. I was upset about this in private. How much anger is there when we attack the person and judge the whole person when we're not called to? Discuss the behavior. It's the behavior we're concerned about. <clears throat> Set the example. Set the example. Our Lord says, go and do likewise. You know what the three best teachers are? One example, two example, and three what? Do what I say, not as I do what I do, not as I say, right? You know what children watch? Do children watch our words or do they watch our example? Which one? You go to Sunday school, I'm going to Denny's. You go to church, it's good for you, I'm going to sleep in. Right? You study the Bible, I know it all. Example is the best teacher, has been, always will be. St. Paul says, imitate me. Watch me, see what I do. Jesus says, go and do likewise. A patient man exhibits wisdom, but a foolish man is quick to anger, slow to speak. What do I mean by that? When we confront someone who has offended us, we're in conflict, we set the example. We take the high road. Seek restitution. Operate out of grace. What wrong might I have done? Patient. What else about conflict resolution? Be blessed by integrity. Do you guys remember TVs like 20, 30, 40 years ago? You know what I mean? Back, what's that? Yeah. The History Channel, yeah, okay. Now we have those flat screens that are really light. When I was younger, we used to have a console. Do you guys remember they're really heavy? They took four people to carry. When I was a kid, I was the remote, okay? Get up, change the channel. We only had four channels, ABC, CBS, NBC, and that education channel, okay? But Zenith used to be a TV brand. Remember Zenith? What did Zenith say? The quality goes in before the name what? Integrity is matching words and action. Do your words and actions match each other? That's integrity. Be a person of integrity. This is what someone said about Jesus. Lord, we know you are a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance to me because you pay no attention to who people are. You don't care about being popular. You do what's right. Be a person of integrity. Seek what's true. Seek what's just. Seek what's fair. Be an example. Be a person of integrity. Seek restitution. And finally, the cross. When in conflict with someone, remember the cross. 
The vertical, Jesus died for me, God's grace for me, God blesses me, God loves me. I'm sorry, the horizontal, God to me, and the vertical, me to one another. God's gracious, God's loving, God's patient with me. I can be gracious, I can be loving, I can be patient with others. Remember the cross, right? The vertical aspect, God to me, horizontal aspect, me to others. The cross is a picture of that. Paul says this, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live in peace with everyone. My hope and prayer is friends with Christ, that if someone's in conflict with you, that you or me, you and I will seek to resolve that conflict. If somebody wants to remain mad at you and me, that's their deal, but we will do whatever we can to seek reconciliation and be their friend. If someone's in conflict with you and I, it's never because we don't want to seek peace. It's because they have closed the door. Conflict resolution. Because conflict is inevitable. We live in a sinful, fallen world. But you and I, by the grace of God, integrity, set the example, seek restitution, be humble, look at the cross, love, be patient, don't ignore Confront in love privately. Why? Brothers and sisters in Christ. We're in the business of reconciliation. We can forgive and be one in Christ by God's grace for us, by his cross for us. So we always seek to be in the ministry of reconciliation. How about this for a closing thought? From Colossians. Put up with each other and forgive each other if anyone has a complaint. Forgive as the Lord forgives you. Above all, be loving. This ties everything together perfectly. For we are one body in Christ and we will be with our Lord forever. And all God's people say...